Welcome to the Minimal Experience Podcast. I'm Janine, and today I want to talk about six easy ways to have a minimalist wedding. I think we're in a cultural turning point when it comes to what weddings should look like because of the pandemic. During the pandemic, all weddings look different than what we've seen before 2020. So let's get into how we can have a minimalist wedding. Number one, embrace the smaller crowd size. We sometimes get so caught up in what things are supposed to look like. This is even harder when you have an event like a wedding and cultural expectations are chattering away in your head about what a wedding is supposed to look like and who's supposed to be there. The pandemic kind of stripped those expectations away, which I thought was really interesting. Weddings were, first of all, smaller, and those smaller weddings tended to be simpler. Now, I got married almost 10 years ago, and when I started seeing pictures of weddings happening during 2020, I had a moment of, oh, that's what I wanted my wedding to be like. 2020 opened the gates of, you can have a smaller wedding and invite only your closest friends and family. The less people, the more minimal the wedding is going to be. Number two, simple decor. Go with greenery instead of flowers. It is simple, it's different, it's easy. You can put a pop of color in there if the green is just too much for you. Greenery will also save you a ton of money. Having a decoration like greenery is also easy to compost after the wedding. Number three, go easy on the dress. Go try on dresses at shops and once you have an idea about what you want or a specific dress that you want, go and then find that dress used. There are so many sites now to find a used dress. You can just search for the one you just tried on and you can find it. The dress gets worn only once and then it gets boxed away. You can make an environmentally sustainable choice by buying a used dress and then bonus for reselling or giving it away after your wedding. Dresses are meant to be worn and they're not meant to be stored away in the back of a closet for 50 years until they come out yellowed. What you really want out of the dress is the photos of you in it. Get those and then let the dress go. Number four, do what you want. And I mean this in the sense that you may not care about certain traditional aspects of a wedding, so just don't do it. Don't feel like it's something you should be doing. I wish with my own wedding I had listened more to what I wanted and acted on that. It is really helpful to have terms back you up though. You can say things like, as a minimalist, I want to have a smaller, simpler wedding. And you can stick to that. Or another term, for environmental reasons, I'm not sending out physical invitations in the mail, or I'm not buying anything new. Whatever resonates with you, you can back it up with those larger terms such as minimalism or environmental or zero waste. And then you can tell your family what you want in the planning process and they can better understand you. Number five, fewer bridesmaids. The trend that I noticed in 2020 was that people had fewer bridesmaids and groomsmen, and I am all for that. I'm seeing people with minimalist weddings have either none or two at the most. This cuts out a lot of everything and sadly a lot of drama. It's just hard to get multiple people wearing the same dress or dresses that are cohesive and the right shoes. And then the cost burden that this puts on your friends as well is pretty high. Allowing your closest friends to instead just come to your wedding as themselves, as a guest and support you without having to walk down the aisle is less stressful and more joyful in my opinion. And number six, wedding rings. While this is a personal choice as it's jewelry, think about if you are getting a certain type of ring because it's what you want or if it's because what you think you should be getting. 
I'm personally seeing so many different types of rings in the past few years that aren't diamonds. I think that's super cool. I also think it's amazing to bring back the very simple, minimal wedding band without any diamonds or gems. I also have a somewhat funny story about my own wedding ring. When we got married, I picked out a band with diamonds all around it. I got it because I thought that's what I should be having. Then after about a year, I just stopped wearing it. Honestly, I don't wear jewelry. I just don't like wearing jewelry at all. The ring lived in a dish by the bathroom sinks. One day, my son, who was about two at the time, took the ring, put it down the sink, pulled the stopper, filled the whole sink with water, and then opened it up to really let that ring flush out through the P-trap. My reaction to that was to donate the dish the ring used to sit in. I just, I just don't wear jewelry. And wearing a ring or not wearing a ring means absolutely nothing to the commitment of my marriage. I don't want to wear a ring because I'm supposed to. I want my hands and fingers free and minimal. So I hope that some of these tips were helpful. I know I had a hard time getting my family on board with what I wanted for my wedding, but again, that was nearly 10 years ago and we've had a pandemic since then to alter those conversations. Conversations you have with your family about your vision now is much different. We've all seen the small weddings happening for nearly a year and a half at this point. Maybe the pandemic weddings will be the new wedding of the future. I mean, cost-wise, people go into debt for those big weddings. Is that really what we want as a culture? It's at least not something you have to choose. Maybe how weddings looked in 2020 was just the cultural slap in the face we all needed. I at least hope it was. And I hope you can have the wedding you actually want, not the wedding you were told it was supposed to look like. So thanks for tuning in today. I hope you'll join me on my next podcast. See you next time.